about Christmas is about holidays about family and that kind of time mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing it this year which I guess is not triggering me I think also I'm just doing better in life but I just I just don't feel the Christmas mm. you know the whole I don't feel it I don't feel it we haven't had a snow fingers crossed we won't have one but nothing <laughs> it just it feels like this could be November 3rd to me it just doesn't feel like like at the time of this recording it is December 23rd yeah by the time you get this, we have, we have past Christmas going into New Year's. I do not feel it. I don't feel like... Well, actually, right, yeah, right now it's but Christmas was, Eve. No. It was supposed to snow at 11, and it, it didn't snow. It didn't do a damn thing. It didn't do a damn thing. Not a flurry in sight. Was that New Orleans? No, it's back with New Orleans. Don't ask me why. Um, No, I just don't feel it. Like, it's, it's, it's currently Christmas Eve, and I don't feel a single Christmas cheer or a holiday festive cheer at all. No, first of all, I love snow on Christmas. I think it's so magical. Mm-hmm. We need it. It's such a good time. Like, you open the gifts in the morning, then you go outside, play in the snow, then you go back inside. Yeah. I mean, I'm an adult now, so I definitely don't do that, but I do like <laughs> to see right. the snow just to go out for my morning walk or whatever and just to be like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas time, Christmas time you know hang all the mistletoe like well, i love that is it my favorite christmas song that's not my favorite and i can't even play my favorite christmas and that's why i think i love snow on christmas because yeah. my favorite christmas song of all times is boys and men let it snow mm. let it snow that's my shit so i'm like i need to be able to play my song as i'm looking at the snow right. Staring at the window. when it's cold outside and i ain't yeah that's my shit actually my favorite christmas song is santa Claus is coming to town by bruce, by bruce Springsteen. that is my favorite christmas song that- that man sounds sick. I it's love, sin. I I love that, that version of the song. I love yeah. it. And then, like, it's like on the same level is the black version of um. Oh, yeah, yeah. This Christmas, this Christmas, yeah. Second, okay, this Christmas, Donny Hathaway or Chris Brown. Donny Hathaway. 
Okay. Donny Hathaway. He did a decent job, though. No, he did. He did he a decent did. job, but no. I'm it sounds too whiny. I need, I need, I need the old, old But version. I do like Chris Brown's version, too. But nobody holds a candle to voice the man. I know they're evil. I just found out. So crazy. But still, yeah. Um, But I just love it. And now I've been loving the... Oh, you know what it is? I'm in Christmas mode. And Christmas means something totally different for me. Because we we do like as a family we do a big thanksgiving because it's a lot of us Mm -hmm. and then for christmas we just like do your own family so it's Mm -hmm. not a big big deal so it's like my mom is trying to make it a big deal now because you know last year we went to the poconos this year she's doing her house again it's the whole matching pajamas the instagram of it all yeah i'm not going to be in attendance she's really no she's really upset i'm going to do what i wanted to do last year and what i wanted to do last year was just stay home but i couldn't because Everything was on fire. Yeah. And I was like, let me go and save my family. Um, so I'm going to save myself this year. Okay. Um, but no, I just, I don't know. I'm always in a Christmas spirit as soon as um, Thanksgiving is over. Oh, it's not a big deal because like we open gifts with my family. So me, my brother, and my sister, and my mom. And then the family would come over throughout the day to open their gifts at our house, but we're not having like a big Christmas dinner. And then everybody will migrate to my grandmother's house Mm -hmm. to give her her gifts and watch her open the gifts and stuff. And we'll open gifts for her. And then we all take cabs, go back to our house and eat at our own house. It's not like a big, big thing. It's our own thing. So I never really like, I like Christmas because it's like, Oh, it's a gift. I get to see my cousins. We play with our toys or we, our new, gadgets or whatever and then i'm dipping and i'm going back home and i'm gonna look at my gifts and be like mm-hmm. why the fuck my aunt <laughs> why she keep giving me this sweater and these jeans right. um so yeah no but i do love christmas because as soon as motherfucking thanksgiving is over i'm watching christmas movies i mean and all of them do not roll your eyes do not roll your fucking eyes because the Christmas movies are bomb. And I have a system. I watch all the new ones, the bad ones. I mean, Hallmark, Lifetime. You know, Lifetime. First of all, the strike really fucked us up. Because you know they shoot the Christmas movies in July, right? Oh. So we didn't have no Christmas. We don't have no new. Like, Lifetime do 25 days of Christmas. So it's every day. It's a new motherfucking Christmas movie. And then Hallmark, they'll drop theirs weekly. But we don't have that. So now people are like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, of course I saw it. Oh, they're showing reruns or old Yeah, they're showing old stuff. Or they're showing stuff that they had in a tank. So what's been holding me over is BET plus the black ones. I know. I know. And I watched one that was so fucking bad. Not the one with the girl that we know, but it was a recent one as of three days ago. And I said, I shouldn't finish it, but I had to. I said, it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. And then my friend told me to watch Happiest Season. Hated it. Christmas movies are so bad. It's so good. Did you watch Candy Cane Lane yet? No. So that's going to be... Fuck. I was supposed to watch that last night, but I fell asleep. You know, I've been going to bed about 7.30 now. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to watch that. Not even tonight when I get in. So I'm going to watch it in the morning. And then proceeds my tried and true. All okay. the black stuff. So I'm going to start with Candy Cane Lane because it's new and it may not be good to me. And then I'm going to go to the white one, the family stone. Always watch that. Okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. 
And then I'm going to watch um, Almost Christmas with Monique and them. Then I'm going to watch Home Alone at a little bit white, one and mm-hmm. two. And then This Christmas. And then I'm going to end with Boxing Day. Okay, that's a good lineup. No, it's so good. It's so that's good. That's a good lineup. I, might, I might rewatch watch Boxing Day. Boxing Day is literally in my rotation. I should watch This Christmas and then Boxing Day. Hmm. Maybe. Because it's the same. It's in the same vein. Love it. I love it. I have watched three Christmas movies so far this season. and oh, You're I... behind. No, I'm over because I don't watch Christmas movies. Um, <laughs> I'm actually past <laughs> my quota of zero. Um, but I was just like, I don't know what else to watch. Um, Candy Cane Lane. I love it. It was good. Eddie Murphy and Chris Ellis Ross. And um, uh, David Allen Greer. Um, uh, the other two I'm not going to mention. But I did not like them whatsoever. I was actually annoyed by how terrible they are. But Ty told me they're not Christmas movies work. So wait, they are terrible. I wish I knew that before I watched them because I was expecting really good movies and I was just yelling at the screen for you know what three it is? hours total. You hate morality. You hate the morality play. Do I? Nothing. Yeah. Like it's it's the like this is why I like Chris. Like this is why I like Seventh Heaven and like. It's all in the same vein. It's literally, it's it's literally a morality play. No, you know what? These were dumb. No, no I'll say this: the the one I really hate out of the three, I'm not gonna say. Oh, I know. I think it was written by AI. Wait, the one with the white wig, the one we were talking yeah, about. Yes, you think it's written by AI? Yes, I don't think it makes any sense. Okay, you don't watch enough. Um, you know what? Now that you say it, there are probably a lot of Christmas movies written by AI. I don't think that's what it is. Oh, I just was like, this isn't, there's no, who, are they, I was like, is the AI not reading the previous page? Did they not know how we got here? Because this does not coincide with yeah. what just happened. Oh, no. And the other one had like brother, sister incest. And I was like, oh, I was never watching that one. That one, you know what's so crazy? I reserve my white Christmas movies. For certain stars, and I would never watch none of them. Oh, it was crazy. I would watch her outside of that, but yeah. not him, but not them together to be a couple. I'm not a fan of her anyway, so. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, I am excited to watch Candy Cane Lane. I may even see what, I think I'm forgetting one, but I'm excited to see what, um, I don't even know what Amazon Prime has in store for me for, oh, as far as Christmas movies. I haven't even made it there yet. Working is really getting in my... My season is Halloween. Oh, yuck. I literally hate it. I hate it. I'm like, oh my god. Love me a 30 it's... days of screaming. <laughs> Love it. Sorry, 31 days of yelling and screaming and being afraid. Under the cover, lights out. I'm like, no, I gotta watch it. What I do is I'll watch, I'll watch some shit. Then I'll be like, okay, now I need a cartoon to <laughs> cleanse my palate <laughs> so I can fall asleep. No. Love it. Love it. No, a Christmas movie, you feel a little warm and fuzzy inside. You're like, oh. especially if it's a romance Christmas movie. Oh, slap me over the head. Love it. Love it. Give me holiday family, a good chuckle, and a little romance. Oh, mm, yes. Mm-hmm-mm. Good. And then add a little accent so I can learn a little something too. What? You check all the boxes. All the motherfucking boxes. Okay, I will say this. Not about the Christmas movies. I can't touch that. Um, even though I'm not in holiday spirit, I did hang out with my cousins um, the past weekend. So shout out to two of our 
best listeners, uh, Coily Diva Diva Ray. She's on, actually she's on an episode mm-hmm. about natural hair care, and she, and um her sister Flexing Mama Lemon, um on Instagram. Uh, we had like a cousin sleepover, and that was so much fun. We had like matching outfits. We did TikTok dances. We made a charcuterie board. We um decorated ugly sweaters with like icing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time. We really she washed my hair. That was a good like oh. A, a throwback to like us being younger and have Christmas together. Yeah, so that was really fun. But besides that, I'm just not. I'm not feeling it. Besides yet. that, girl, that's what cure you're like. You're saying you're saying all like you literally just had. No, no, I'm saying all you needed was a motherfucking meat cute. No, I'm saying, and that would have been a bomb ass <laughs> Christmas movie. No, no, <laughs> listen to me. This is a bomb ass Christmas movie. You go down south to help your cousin during the holidays right Mm -hmm. and then it's you and your baby cousin bonding getting to know each other all you had to do is while y'all were out while you were doing a nanny thing bump into a man and then y'all who also probably had a kid no no because it's christmas so you can't lie okay not like that you have to lie to your family you can't lie to them okay um and then you guys meet and then you're like not taking it seriously, like yeah, let's hang out. The girls should play. Everybody's like, I don't have anything else to do. And then you think that he just lives there, but then you know what? You have your cute Christmas, you and your cousins, and it's like giving family fun. And then you come back to the city, and then you're at the Christmas bazaar, and then you bump back into him, and you're like, what are you doing there? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That is not beautiful. It is a Christmas movie. Oh my god. Anyway. My is it just me is going to blend into our so boom because I do think it is just me that's seeing this. Guys, is it just me? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that part of it for the so boom. So is it just me? I was watching Taraji on this press junket for the color purple, mm-hmm. which comes out on Christmas Day. Um and she said something really interesting, and I seized up inside. You know, she's been talking about the pay inequity and being a black woman in Hollywood and not feeling desirable. And there's a lot going on on her press junket. But she was saying that she, in order for her to get to where she is now, 20 plus years in the game, that she had to politic and play the game. And she was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said politic, and I was, I seized up inside because I said, am I supposed to politic? Mm-hmm. Networking is what they call it. Kill me. I was like, and I know it makes sense. I don't know why I'm yelling. I know it makes sense, right? In order for you to like, jive with people to like vibe it out to like see if like are you a good person to work with should I work with you do I want to work with you like cool I just thought it would be more authentic no I don't know why because you know what it is in my mind I'm like no there are people and she and and I think I thought that she was one of the people that didn't have to do it because she has very much been herself since the beginning Mm -hmm. like I feel like I don't know her intimately, but like Taraji, baby boy. Actually, we have, we do know people that know her that went to school with her. And Tar- and she has said the same thing. She said, the Taraji that you see is the Taraji that like, that's who she is. 
And I was like, oh, I love that. Like, you you don't have to do the the song and dance of it all. But to find out, you actually have to do the song and yeah, dance? Yeah, I think that just means she's doing the song and dance as Taraji, not as somebody else. Like, she's showing up authentically. But the song and, and dance is necessary. But, yeah. That just... daunted okay that is so daunting to me I'm not sure why I don't and I was like I need to unpack why why I see stuff and I think I know what it is because it's like if I have to do what I do at my current job right now and have to transfer that skill into my career it's exhausting it's exhausting no wonder this lady is crying Every interval, every not not every interval as well, but every interview. Her eyes have been glassy in every single picture she posts, and then who posts of her? It's, you know what? And I did a, I deleted the story because I knew that we were gonna um, be talk. I was gonna be talking about this, and I so boom. But I said, baby, don't look well. And I mean, like, mentally. And it's it's and she said as much. She's she's been talking about health. On yeah, for years. yeah, and that's the thing. And I'm like, I watched her interview with um. Angel. You know what, guys? We're beating around the bush. Let's just get right into our so boom. So our so boom this week. We're just gonna talk pop culture. Mm-hmm. We talk. We're gonna shoot the shit. We're gonna talk about what's in the headlines, what's in the news. Like that's what we're gonna do today. Um, and we're gonna talk about Taraji. I had to delete it because I I I asked. I said. Am I the only one seeing mm-hmm. that this woman is not well? Like she's not well. And it's more than um and I've been watching the color purple press junket because I'm like, is this movie this good? And I also like their um I like their chem I like the the, mm-hmm. the girls' chemistry, like Danielle, uh Fantasia and Taraji. I like their energy a lot together. Actually the cast too, even Coleman and um Corey. And I've just been watching their little interviews. And then um, Danielle made a comment. She said, oh, we've been crying all day. Mm. And I was like, okay. To cry because this has been a very... And it's the color purple, so right? It, it starts off, dear God. Right. So it's very spiritual. And I'm pretty sure it meant a lot to them. And it probably it seems like a very special project. I'm excited to watch it. So I'm like, okay, the tears can come from from that, from having that experience and holding that dear to you. But whatever is going on with Taraji, it is so deeply unsettling for me to see. I ain't gonna hold y'all. When I first saw her crying on TikTok, I said, first, it came out of nowhere. I love me a buildup. I don't mind emotion. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. I want to feel it. I want I want the tears to well up, mm, but not fall. Like holding it back? I do. I was like, let me feel it. But she was just laughing. And then she's like exploding. So you're what that's telling me is either what that's telling me. I don't think baby's well. I don't one, I don't think mm-hmm. she's well. And the fact that she's been holding it in and it's been in a container like that that is exploding in that way that makes you feel uncomfortable or make me feel uncomfortable. I was like, 
girl, what is going on? And then uh, I was uncomfortable because if you watch Fantasia and Danielle, Danielle was confused. Mm -hmm. Fantasia was knowing. Danielle was confused. And I was like, what is happening? Baby, what is going on? And this is not the first time. And then I saw another one where she was talking about how Hollywood made her feel ugly. And then she explodes again and gets very emotional. And I'm just like, girl. And then I watched the SAG after one. And I said, hot dog. I mean, I think she's exhausted. And that's as much as she said. And I'm like, and she said she wanted to quit acting. And I understand that, right? Like, I remember she was talking about being underpaid for Benjamin Button. That movie's almost like, that movie's really old. And she was underpaid then. And she was saying how Tyler Perry broke her, her pay rate with um, acrimony. I can do better all by myself. Don't do that. Was it? Yes. Was it in the movie? I can do better all by myself. That was her first lead. Well, that was her first lead film, and that was her first film that she got one million dollars. Oh, I didn't even notice in the movie. She is the she's the lead one where she's holding a motherfucking boombox, and she's like, "What she said, Henry Ford, whatever that man was." Oh, my mama, no. I'm not a very movie fan, so I can do better all by myself. It's one of his best. People probably oh, hated it. You know, I'm thinking that red my black woman. <laughs> No, not Charles. Still the same thing, honestly. But uh, okay, yeah. yeah and that was and that was so many years ago. That was so many. And it's years. just like I, I mean, I don't know what else she's going through, but I could imagine how she's just like, when is it going to stop? When are we going to have to stop begging? I think it was for, a slight for the um. For which one? Uh, I think Fantasia and Danielle was nominated for Golden Globes, and uh-huh. Taraji wasn't. This one, yeah. I was surprised, so I was like, oh, not Taraji. But then also, there was something in me that wasn't surprised. Um, and not because I don't think Taraji is talented. I think that... Um, I think that Taraji's brand of black and black films doesn't vibe well with white Hollywood. I also think for this film, it would have been them too, though. I mean, those, yeah, those are award-winning um, Those are the roles. roles. I don't think she would have gotten a nominee. Didn't Margaret Avery win? Uh, I, Did she? I think so. I think Margaret Avery was nominated. Um, if I'm not, I'm going to look that up. But I just think that her, I, I think that, I think that Hollywood appreciates Taraji when she is in white films as the black person being a black person Mm -hmm. and all the derogatory ways that they say be blacker, be louder, be sassier, be this. And a lot of it is just who she is, right? Mm -hmm. And then some of it may be played up. I don't know. But I think that they don't... I think that... For her career, and good on her, that she illuminates the people that she's reflected in her life. As we all, like, that's what I would hope to do, right? Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that they respect that. I think that they think it's, like, an easy thing for her to do. Mm -hmm. Like, for her to play cookie, oh, you're just being, like, this loud ghetto black woman. Like, that's, what's the art in that? Right. But there is art in that. Did she get any um, nominations for Hidden Figures? Um, that is a good question that is a good question i don't know yeah margaret avery was nominated oh yeah she yeah that's something like shook avery is a character and shook 
to this day, I can hear her Shug's laugh when she look and she says, <laughs> you show is ugly. Yeah. Okay, so she's had some nominations. Margaret Avery, yeah, she was uh, nominated. on this one, Taraji. Taraji? Mm-hmm. For? A lot of stuff, actually. Oh, really? Um, She uh, was um, nominated for Best Actress in Definitely. Supporting Role in Benjamin Button. Okay, yeah. Screen a SAG a SAG for Hidden Figures, Outstanding Performance. Okay. MTV a screen actress for Boston Legal, don't know what that is. A oh, primetime Emmy for Empire. She has several Emmys noms for Empire. Um she had Damn, she need a win. Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor in the Tiffany Rubin story. A Golden Globe for Best Performance in Empire. Uh Creative Arts Award for Outstanding Wait, in, she won a Golden Globe for Empire? I think it's these are nominations. Oh, um, Critics' Choice Award Award for Benjamin Button, um, MTV Award for Hustle and Flow, NAACP for three different years. One's um, Hidden Figures and several other movies. She has a lot, a lot, and a lot for a lot of Empire actually. Oh, good, cause I, I think they did. I think good on them for Empire when it first came out. Good on them for Empire. As it got, as it, as it kept going. Let's give him trapped in the closet. I stopped. I, I tapped out at some point. I couldn't do it anymore. Let's give him trapped in the closet. But I also, especially like since I did also see her interview with Angie Martinez when she was talking about she went to Bali because she wasn't good and she was having suicidal ideations. I'm like, I hope during this time that somebody's holding her up. And then there was the whole discourse about the body language between her and Oprah at the Empire State Building. And people like, maybe we should have listened to Monique. And I think that we should have listened to Monique only for this, only in this way. I'm like, this is a woman who's talking about how she had to fight to get paid, how she still feels underpaid, how she's expended all of her money. She's only getting 10% of the amount that she, she grosses, right? And then they are on a press junket for free mm-hmm. during the holidays for free. In order to politic, not even, this is not only, they're not only promoting the movie. They're also, so they're, yeah, they're promoting the movie, but also they're campaigning for Oscar noms. This is what they're Mm -hmm. doing. This is, we're watching them. Yes. Quote unquote. Um, do a, a press tour for promo, but this is them campaigning actively for Oscar nominations and this is how it's always gone and and I get Monique being like well am I being paid for this this is time away from my family this is a, and I'm like and I and I watched this and I'm watching Taraji unravel and then I'm like damn it's the holidays Danielle got a, she got like a two three year old mm-hmm. daughter and Fantasia has kids too it's just like damn when does the work stop right how can we get paid for these and Taraji said she almost turned down for the purple Yo, she is saying that with her whole chest. Mm-hmm. She said, she said, and I had to ask myself, why the fuck are they doing another that color purple? That was so purple? funny. She said, that why the fuck so are they doing another funny. color purple? I think, yes, she's unwell, right? But I think we are fully aware of why. Oh, one of the reasons. But it's not some like yeah. hidden uh thing that we don't understand. Yeah. Like she has every actual reason to be unwell because yeah. this is not and i think that we've discussed before like how black women show their emotions are different than other women right mm-hmm. and we tend to come off as like angry or unwell right but she's tired and she's hurt and she's unappreciated 
right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you saying like her, she just she just went from like laughing to crying, and it's like if she's holding it together. Sometimes she can't, right? And it comes off as unwell. Yeah. Then you didn't like transition into this cry, right? That it popped out. And also, I'm like, this is not a scene. This is actually her life. This is her. Having right, the camera's to do not gonna it. zoom in, and it's uh, who knows what number interview this is of her for the day. I'm seeing it spread. I'm seeing it as separate things. Yeah, and yes, they're they are in different outfits, but this is probably one very long day with mul- multiple outfit changes. They're probably underfed a little bit, or you have to get in and eat when you can. And it's like, yes, as as performers, you pray for days like that. You pray to be busy. I used to pray, guys, I used to pray to not, to be so busy that I forget to diet and I lose weight. Mm. That is, that was literally, I was like, I just want to audition, 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 forget to eat and I'm losing weight. But then like, that was, I wanted to be that busy. And you pray for days like that. But then it's like, in the beginning, you pray for days right. like that. You pray, you pray to get your, your big break and to be on but I don't pray to constantly live a rat race like that. And she said, and she's like, people always say like, why, like, oh, you're complaining, but you're always working. And she's like, I have to right. always work. Like, I don't have the luxury to not work like these other men, these or these other white people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then you have like, not for nothing, you have people like Jessica Chastain, who's like, no, we haven't paid equity around here. Like, if you pay me this, you got to pay Octavia this. And you got to pay this person this. We're doing the same amount of work. We, like, we got to level the playing field. And do you have other men like Will Smith, who had it, who had to be goaded by uh, Andrew New Ellis. But he, at the end, he was like, right. no, we got to we gotta make sure everybody's straight. We got to make sure everybody's yeah. straight. I think Keanu's on record also for, like, Keanu sure. Reeves. Apparently, is an amazing person. People love Keanu. He, he has paid- Actually, I love Keanu, but I, I don't want to say it out loud. Guys, forget I said that. Guys, they white people embarrass you all the time. And men oh. embarrass everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like paid off mortgages of like... like What? Yeah, he's a, apparently an amazing ass person. Wait, you know what? I think every time I say Keanu, I mean the other one. <laughs> I know who Keanu Reeves is. This is Wax on Wax Off. But he reminds me of somebody else. Yeah, this is Keanu. Who is he reminding you of? I'm gonna say right now, he was in Invisible. Kevin Bacon? No. Kevin Bacon? You know what's so funny? What? I just in that movie I watched the end of the the end of whatever yeah. that. I thought, I think I told you, I thought it was a dystopian sci-fi because so they show. Whoever's the husband, Ethan, Ethan Hawke Hawk is the husband, right? And he's like Ethan Hawke, and then he he's at the he's in a car oh, he's park. Ethan Hawke in, in the movie? No, he's like you know he's, he's playing the husband. Yeah, okay. he's playing the husband. And then he looks over at this man with the baseball hat, and I said, "Oh, this is a." I said, "Oh, this is him later on after the world end because we watching." I said, "We watching the worlds collide." I said, "Oh, now he got a beard, so we're gonna see how like he living and he can't shave." Mm-hmm. Was Kevin Bacon? <laughs> it was two different white men. You're like, I get it. No, I don't. I was waiting for, I said, when is, I said, damn, when is the sci-fi aspect going to happen? Right. Never came. That's funny. Never came. But yeah, I just, I, I, I pray that things change. Selfishly. Yeah, 20 years in the game is, and she even said, reason why she's fighting harder so people, that, so that the Fantasia's, 
and the Daniels don't have to be put in this position. And that's when she really broke down. And I think also what's happening too, watching while watching that, I was like, oh, this is kind of like, kind of like the older sibling, younger sibling. Mm-hmm. It's like I had to go through a different type of mom, and you're reaping the benefits of of time and space. And now she's in a different tax bracket. We don't have to struggle the same. And I was like, it has to be hard for her to see that. Not only it's she's elated because she's like, yes, all the back thing, all the things that I've done in these back rooms to make sure that. I'm straight so that this won't happen again. Or if I'm straight so that my friend could come in and then we can, because it's a, a chain reaction type shit that this girl can come and this would be her first major motion picture film. Right. And she don't have to worry about all the things that I had to go through. She don't have to do that. But also I'm pretty sure that makes her sad because it's like, imagine if that was her first film experience there mm-hmm. has to be a little grief in that there has mm-hmm. to, I, I would i mean i would definitely be happy that things is changing whatever part i could have played to make that happen but also i'd be like my god if i was just starting right now and this and this is how this is my introduction man fuck right what an amazing thing to to amazing place to be at and it also makes you mourn a little. And I felt really, I felt really bad for her because I was like, "Damn, that's fucked up. This is also, ma'am, you are going through. She's going through it. And like she said, she has to work. And she has to work. She has to be in this. Well, she doesn't have to, right? But she has to be in this restaurant. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna change that contract since 2020. Well, she said that Oprah helped her out to get her money, and yeah. I'm like. Why the fuck they fighting for their money? Why did they not get paid? Always. Yeah. Why did they not get paid? Always. What is going on here? Tricky. Always. Tricky. But anyway. Okay. My pop culture thing is not so much about like celebrities. It's about like TikTok culture. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with these hair braiders? Like I haven't had hair in. <laughs> A while, right? Since late 2019. And I'm from New York, so I'm I'm an African shop kind of girl. I don't go as much now because I just don't go as much now. If you know, you know. Um, but every time I go on TikTok and someone from Atlanta, Chicago, any of these non-New York City places, they are in the fucking trenches when it comes to getting their hair done. The First of all, the hairstylist has all the rules in the world. Like, come with your hair braided. I'm gonna I am going to style it to the side and take a picture of you. I saw one of the ladies that come with makeup on. What? Come with makeup so after the hair is done, she can take a picture of her and put it on her put it on her arm, no. on her thingy. There was one where the makeup the, the hairstylist edited the girl's face. I saw that. Crazy. I saw that one. They want half the deposit, which is crazy because you're charging eight hundred dollars for braids. And let me say this if you do the math. Braids, the African shops, they're not charging enough if you do the math. They're not getting paid enough because that's not all their money. They're mm-hmm. paying the shop. Yeah. So if you're going to spend, like, um, I got my hair braided recently, and the girl before me, she had, like, a, a like, butt length knotless braids, and I think it was $200 that she paid, and she was there from nine to five. Yeah. Right? And then the next person was me. I paid 200 I paid 200 also. So this this woman, I don't know what she does, that's $400 that she made working from nine o'clock to 9 p.m., right? I don't know how much of the 400 has to go towards the, the shop. Rent, right? Yeah. So I don't. I definitely don't think the African shops are charging enough money. Um, and I, I've never thought they were. Um, when I was younger, it didn't matter. Like, I couldn't afford more. 
But now I'm older, I do try to tip more because I don't think they're getting paid enough. But there is a middle ground in between these things. Because mm-hmm. even African shops, they might even wash your hair and blow dry it. Yeah. The other shops, they want you to come with your hair washed, dried, blown out, everything. And it's like, well, what are you doing? $300. I get you're braiding my hair, but you can I get another service? And then you're then they're charging for like things that again, and and I think this is very a new this is a very New York mind thing also because we have so many African hair shops to choose from. If you go to Fifth Street, you there's like three on one block. Mm-hmm. So we're not starving for um, a hairstylist. We're just not. We're like I go Africans. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But if you're in other places, I realize you have way less options. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I'm paying you all this money. I would like because also getting your hair done is a service, right? It's not luxury service, but it's some some people it is luxury service, mm-hmm. and you want to luxuriate in the process. I don't want to have to wake up at 8 a.m. to wash my own hair, blow dry my own hair, straighten my own hair for you to braid it. I kind of want to show up and have you do some some part of the experience, <laughs> right? Yeah. Especially for almost a thousand dollars. Yeah. Now I understand if you're if you're like the girl the, the nine to five, that's your whole that's a work day, right? Um, in your work day, if you want to make three hundred dollars a day, or whatever, okay. But I would still suggest that that person with that with that long experience get her hair washed at least, or something. Not just I have to come fully ready to go. Right. I don't think that's strictly fair. And then a lot of have rules like oh no product in your hair no this and this is like I have that product in my hair. Oh. Cause if I if I get if I come to you without product in it, you gonna be you won't be able to do it. Like I need something to help it as a forcey girl, and also the fact that what I think what grinds my gear the most about this hairstylist is that they're black and they're charging more for natural hair. So this like we don't we not see eye to eye here. We not see. Don't you also have this kind of hair? Why am I being charged extra for having forcey hair? Because they have perms, girl. You want me to put blowing muffin cap back? I do. That's not it. Like, imagine if you need a sewing. They definitely, some people want you to come wash and blow dry. I think what it is, is the girlies with the the rules and the deposit and the grass wall, mm. they're not cosmetologists. Right. Right? They're not, they're not licensed. And then on top of that, what's happening, because now everybody wants you to take pictures and put it on your Instagram and then there's there's a th- sprinkling and not even sprinkling and a smattering of um colorism also mm. into that. Mm. But I think it's because the girlies that grew up with and we came revolutionizing like oh um Africans don't take care of your hair we need to go to girls that's going to braid our hair and take care of our hair and care for it and not just like you know you go into the shop. Braid every single edge. You yeah. They not only do they braid every single edge, but you also have to hold the hair. And it's like I'm not here to also work. Right. I I don't want to hold the hair. I don't want to help you. I don't want you to take a fucking two hour break mm-hmm. to eat some fish with your hands and then not wash your hands and then braid my hair. That's actually happened to me. I had a lady eat an apple with my head. I can feel the apple. Yo, every time you I can feel the apple hitting my scalp. <laughs> Yo, that is so crazy. Okay, that's a good. She's making $32 an hour. I had to do the math on $100 a day, 10, uh-huh. 12 hours. That's but the thing is, how much is going towards her? I mean, booth print is like, it's not per day. It's probably, how much is it? That's a good question. Also, by location. 
Yeah. And those things are small. So I feel like the rent is probably like, probably like $400 a chair or something. Mm -hmm. But then that's just like, if the person is being fair, right? right? Because we also know these women probably don't have papers. And we know that people take advantage of people, even though they look the same. And then you think about what, what rent costs also. This is just in New York. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah. Because I've had clients that they come in with their job letter and say they make 250 a day. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll say, okay, that's not, that's not bad. Right. But then how much is your rent? $1,800. And that's not enough. That's not enough. That's they not have enough. kids, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I do see a discrepancy in how much, and being paid too little and being paid too much. I just yeah. think if you're going to charge me a lot, I'm a person that I don't mind paying for things. $800 for braids is wild. It's crazy. I don't mind paying for things if I'm getting a full experience. That's yeah. just how I am. Like food, shopping, I don't yeah. care. If I had $800, but you're like, yeah, $800, come at, come at nine. You'll be done by five o'clock, but I'm going to deep condition your hair, detangle it. I'm going to cut the ends and braid your hair. Take my money. Yeah. I don't want it to be so high, but I need to know when my, my money is worth it. Not yeah. why, like you said, why am I part of this experience? Yeah. I don't want to work. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the crate, like the, the braids is crazy. The braids is crazy. I think the craziest part for me with this whole hair situation is the sewing girlies. Like. How much they want? I don't have sewing, so. It'd be like $800. For sewing? Yeah. Without the hair. Without the hair? Yeah. They be wanting like $800. Some people want you to come wash and blow dry. And then they just want to do the braid down. And then if you bring your own bundles, they'll sew it in. I mean, sometimes they'll do a good job, right? But it's like, if I'm paying you $800 and I'm bringing my own hair, providing my own hair, I'm not buying my hair from you, right? That $800 does not include the hair that you're selling on the side. And you're not doing a custom color, or and you're or not a cut or or cut. I want you to wash my hair. I want you to deep condition it. I want you to steam it. I want you to 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 put a little serum on it, blow it out, braid it down, and then sew it in. Yeah, that's eight hundred dollars is insane. Yeah, insane. And and, also, and I want you to trim my ends before you braid it yeah. down. Actually, not too blunt because I won't tuck properly. But right. you do what you got to do. Okay. But <laughs> right, you needed the blend. But um and what gets me is also the TikTok girls, well the social media girls rather, that will go into like shaming their clients. Like I saw one and it was like I told her to come with her hair um with no chem- with no products. That's why I said press is not working, right? Yeah. And then I saw someone comment who was a com- cosmetologist and she was like, People don't know how to wash their hair. And she was like, you know, people that she probably did wash her hair. Oh, that was Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't get all the product out of it because it's it's a, it's, a, it's not her job. To, yeah, it's a skill to wash your yeah. hair properly and get all the stuff out yeah. of it. And if she's coming to you for a hundred dollar silk press, you should wash that girl's hair to your liking. And the fact that a hundred dollar silk press—that's crazy to me. I used to get my my own pressing curl, thirty five dollars. I think it was, that's not no more. No, it's not no more. But sixty dollars for silk press. Eighty dollars if you want to like no and and she was washing my hair yeah you know she was doing the full thing so it was like I'm paying hundred dollars I expect yeah I expect that you're gonna wash my hair yeah I want the bells and whistles because the silk press that's not gonna be a long time that's not no. gonna be a long time that's an hour and a half tops especially if you know what you're doing 
That should not be. That should not be an all day. Subject. Unless you have a lot, a lot of hair, extra thick hair. I can, I can see how you, you might be like, okay, I charge extra because your hair is gonna take longer than I. Can yeah, it. yeah. But if I go in there, <laughs> actually, I want a fucking discount. Yeah, <laughs> ma'am, I want a discount. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'll tip you, but like, let's stop this shit. Yeah. Let's stop the shit, guys. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's why I had to learn how to do my own hair because I saw the prices rising in like silk presses. Mm-hmm. Not, so, not, not silk press because I go to the Dominicans, but for um sewings and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, I would rather have a raggedy ass sewing than a bomb ass sewing because I'm not paying you. Like, I'm not paying you $400, especially if I'm coming with my own hair. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. not doing that. That's crazy to me. And even some of these, like, salons, like, they'll charge... There was one in Harlem that I refused to go to because they wanted to charge 50 for a consultation fee. And and it doesn't go towards the hair? It does, if you book oh. them. If not, you just pay that money to talk to them for That's 10 crazy. Minutes. That's crazy. Because the consultation is when I sit down in your chair. I've been doing it 10 minutes. No. The consultation is when I sit down in your chair, and you look at my hair, and you say, what do you want to do? And I'll tell you my idea. And then you let me know the health of my hair, if we can do it or not. And then you need to be skilled enough to be like, okay, I don't think this is healthy for your hair right now. So let's pivot and let's do this thing. Yeah. Because that's the skill. That's what I'm paying you for. I'm not going to pay you an extra $50 for your your opinion. Right. Over the phone. For you, for you to tell me, actually, I can't help you. Right. Like, no, thank you. That's or, crazy. Or don't even give me uh, a suggestion of what we can do next. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, what? Yeah. The fuck out of here. I was not born at night. I was born at the crack of dawn. Okay. Um. Okay. Now me pulling out my book, y'all. I'm my old. actual book. I have to write stuff down because I be forgetting. Ooh. Okay. Since we're talking about the people, them guys. Let me just read the quote first. Let me let me read the quote, and then I'll tell you who said it. I see so much unprovoked hatred towards black women today by predominantly grown black men, especially towards our young stars that are just dot uh, that are just trying to do their thing. The compulsion to humble these women perhaps makes you feel more of a man. I promise you, you are not men to us. A new year is approaching. Grow up. That is by the king. Damson Idris. Mm. I don't know what provoked this. Mm. I saw this on IG and I said, what has baby boys boxes in a bunch? Probably everything. Truly everything. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's seeing how these men are talking about his ex. Mm-hmm. And he said, cut the shit. Cut it. Cut the shit. Our young Niger King said, no. Stop it. Get off the podcast. Put the mic away. Shut the fuck up. No more pills. No more red pills or blue pills. Just stop. Stop. Right. Stop you're popping. not Neo. You're not motherfucking Morpheus. Shut your fucking face. He said, be quiet. Shh. Grow up. Yeah. I was surprised he said anything just because I don't recall him ever saying anything. No. But I was like, to, to, to start talking, right. you started off real strong. <laughs> you, you got. <laughs> You got my air, son. Right. You got my right. air. What else are you saying? What else are you saying? Because I want to hear that. I want to hear that hot shit. And I think I like the fact that he hangs out with John Boyega, who is a champion oh, of black women. When will we meet? <laughs> when will he take me off the market? Yeah. 
Asia is in love with John Boyega, y'all. I am in love with him. But I thought that was that just tickled me so, and I was like, wow, we're all is not lost. Yeah, all is not lost, especially for you know, in Nigerian men, they do not say good things about them. They do not. I'm saying one good thing right now. I said that man, he he loves his black woman, and I love that, that for him. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Did yeah. you get any backlash? I didn't even look for it. I didn't even look for it because I didn't care. Once he, I said, "Oh, grow up!" I said, "Oh, you got it, babe." Grow up. He said, "Grow, grow up, bro." You're not, you're not meant to us. Grow up, bro. In it, in it. <laughs> okay. Speaking of men's, we cannot escape this Simone Biles um, and Simone Biles' husband drama. Lord, this dramedy we have been forced to endure. Um. So if you don't know, he was on the show The Pivot. Uh, I don't know the two men that host the show because I just don't know things. Light skin and brown skin. Yeah, that's essentially who they are. I actually was looking for the name. I'll look that up. Um, and uh, they, you know, it's 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 TikTok, and so of course they select clips that are going to garner the most attention. So the clip that first was circulating was him saying that he thinks men are the catch. I he didn't say this, but I assume as opposed to women being the catch. And to that, I say you're a man, so you should think you're special. I have really no issue with that comment. Oh, but what happened? The Pivot podcast features NFL stars Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder. I did not know these men play fit football. I didn't know that. Did not. I couldn't. I couldn't pick them up out of a lineup. I don't know football, so I really it doesn't matter to me anyway. But the clip that got the most attention was him saying that he had no idea who Simone Biles was when he, I think they were on Raya, the dating app, which if you don't know, Raya is like a celebrity based or like high income dating app. You have to be referred to it that it kind of gets you or whatever. So it makes sense that she would be on there, that he'd be on there because he is a football player. I do not know for what team. I do not know where he stands. Oh, I know now because he's on my four year page. He plays for the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Where but is he, it located? Couldn't tell you. I think it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin? The cheese, the, I think it's the green uniform with the cheese. Anyway, so he said that when he swiped on her, he had no idea who she was, went to her page, saw that she had all these followers, and he was like, okay, she got followers, and then she messaged him first, and then she drove 45 minutes to meet him on the first date, right? And apparently they go back and forth about who won and who, who, who more, right? And so at first, of course, this got a lot of attention. People were saying, like, he's not attracted to her, he doesn't like her, um, you know, he's acting dumb, he knew who she was. Now, I do think he may have known who she was because stuff has come out that he knew who Gabby Douglas was in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's that. But what gets me is his choice of words, right? Because <laughs> I think what he is saying was that she's not, she wasn't his type, right? Type is not that important, right? It's about who you decide to love. And he, he, he loves her and he married her and they're locked in, right? So, him saying that at first she wasn't, he didn't say this. What he said was that, you know, she was sweating him and she kind of chased him down and, you know, he wasn't checking for her. Then she had to, like, she had to wear him down. They finally she wore him down. That could have been phrased, like, you know, at first, first of all, don't, first of all, don't say nothing. Right. <laughs> Let's start with that. You don't got to be honest. But he could have phrased it like, yeah, she messaged me first. She was the more aggressive one, but then I got to know her and realized that she's a cool person and here we are in love. Right. Because that is the honest thing. Not everyone that you're with, did you see yourself being with them in the beginning? And that's not something that's insulting. There's people I've dated that I legit never saw myself dating, but I got to know them. And I was like, oh, okay, you're not my type physically, but 
But what is physical matter if everything else is okay? Because right. I've been with dudes that were like physically who I couldn't stand after like the first day. Um, um, but then what gets me about that clip? So in the in the studio, Gabby Douglas is there also, and she's just Simone Biles. Sorry, yes, Simone Biles. She's just like standing for her man a little too. No, no. Did you watch the other clips? Like he was talking, and she was like. Rolling her eyes, she was like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah. Well, no the part I'm saying when she was like, you know, at some point they're gonna call me. What's his name? Oh yeah, she did. Uh, Jonathan Owens. Yeah, she was like, right now he's Simone's love husband. One day, one day I'll be, I'll be Jonathan Owens' wife. Yeah, and I was like, don't do that. Yeah, you are a motherfucking national treasure. Yeah. You are the most. You're one of the most decorated athletes yeah. in the world. Yeah, right. Do not stroke this man's ego. You don't have to. Do not and, I, and make yourself small. You don't have, and that's that's the after watching more of the clips and seeing what he said, I do believe he loves her, right? What do I, what do I know? But I do right. believe it. But out of everything that got me was her saying that. Yeah. Because I was like, you don't have to do that for him. Yeah. Do not and don't start now. He, I'm not gonna say he'll never be where she is in terms of like awards. Cause I don't know. I, I don't know how football awards work, right? But she is like the most decorated. Olympic black woman yeah. in the world, yeah. right? Even if he goes on to be an amazing football player, he's not going to reach her status just because she's accomplished so much. And right? not even that she accomplished so much, I think the symbol of a black woman at that time dominating a very white sport in that way, like the emotional attachment that black girls have to her especially not only black young girls, but black women too, that stand for her, that goes off for her. And then she has also like influenced a culture of young, young, young girls that like her, her trajectory and her influence is going to live for at least the next 15 years. She's, she is literally, um, that generation's Dominic Dawes. Yeah. Is that that lady name? Yeah. Yeah. Who was on Wheaties? Yeah. 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 Or Flo. I'm saying like, you don't, she don't, you she doesn't have to do that. Yeah. I think to me that's what bothers me about this whole situation is because so many of typically black women, we do this for these men who their egos are just so so and I'm not thinking what what's what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. But for our partners, their egos are so sensitive and they're so sensitive that we always downplay our amazing abilities yeah. just to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. And especially in that interview of the guys in the, the show, they're like dogging him out, but they're joking. Right. No, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I love that the unk tell him to task. Like the little the light skinned dude. Yeah. He said, Yeah. He said, Yeah, you're a good you're a good football player. But he said, That little motherfucker over here. He said, he said, That, that little was... motherfucker over here. Yeah. And I was like, we all are thinking this. Yeah. We're all thinking this. Like, you may be very well be good at I've never seen a game that you've played a day in my life, sir. I've seen that girl on the ball and I've seen that girl on the floor. And I don't want to be watching gymnastics like that. Ever since I got cable, I said, fuck that shit. Yeah. But I, I've seen her routines. I know that she's really good at what she does. And he is lying. She, first of all, she's so amazing that they had to call some of her routines illegal because no one else can do them. Right. She's so good at what she does. They are making her illegal. <laughs> Could you? 
question. Right. They'd be like, you're so fucking good. No one else could ever do this. Therefore, you can't you know, ever do it again. You know what's because crazy? Because no one else could ever do what you did. How you can Serena Williams treatment in a different, like, in a, a totally different sport? And this is what I'm saying. As a black woman, and, yeah. you know... Gabby, I mean, Gabby, girl, Gabby, Simone, do what you want to do. You don't, you don't have to represent black women, right? Mm-hmm. But you do. Right. Right? Do not dim your light because our light is always being dimmed for this man. You love him and defend him without uh, degrading yourself. That's my only thing about it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in the comments, people were like, oh, black women are so bitter. They don't want you to have a good relationship. And it was like, no one's talking about that. All we're saying is big yourself up. Yeah, that's not about being bitter. We're saying do not dim your light. Not dim your light does not make you a bitter person. See, with that whole clip that went around, that wasn't my biggest issue. I was like, oh, I, I just think that he doesn't know how to express himself like that, mm-hmm. and it came out a lot worse than it was. I think I was like, oh, people making a big deal of it. The thing that I didn't like, I said, he's lying. <laughs> One, he's he's lying, and two, for him to be like, and I think nobody even spoke about that, but him to be like, oh, I think that the men. The man is a catch, no matter what mm-hmm. it is. And I was like, oh, that's probably, that is a red flag to me. Um, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't think that she's a catch either, right? Mm-hmm. I just think the lies that he's like, oh, I didn't know who she was. You absolutely knew who she was. And you know one thing the people going to do? Is dig it up. And they did dig it up. And I have the, so he said in 20, he, August 2nd, 2012, Jonathan Owens tweeted, low-key, I be hoping that the people from the other nations fall when they be doing gymnastics, lol. And pull up the Gabby Douglas one, too. And then somebody named <laughs> Sick and Tired For Real, Sick and Tired underscore For Real said, well, 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 <laughs> with two crying um, laughing emojis. I forgot what he said about um Gabby, Gabby he Douglas. He was not talking nice about her, but I think that was also 2012. I think he said something about, like, if Gabby got her teeth fixed, she'd be all right. That is wow. And I think that was also in 2012. So Simone Biles has been active for I think 11 years or over 10 years. So Simone won her first gold and bronze and ball in women's junior Olympic national championships in 2010. Right. And then by 2011, she was dominating the sport. So there is no way if you are tweeting in 2012, so why you don't know who that girl was? Well, Gabby Douglas. No, yeah. Then you knew yeah. what Simone Biles was. Yeah. I don't, he was, all right, so when did he say, what did he say about Gabby? Lord have mercy. You know what it was. I just, I, I said we need to leave that girl alone. But you know what's so funny? She can't win. You know what's so funny? When Asia sent me the TikTok, I oh, said. hold on, Ty. That's who she is. Yeah. No, mommy said, who is this? On that Instagram you sent me? That's Gabby. I thought that was Azalea. No, that's Gabby. Interesting. So in 20... The same day... She did get her fixed. The same day, Jonathan almost said, Damn, Gabby is good. Gabby with the gold. Gabby just needs to get them bottom teeth fixed and then her <laughs> smile would be cool. L-O-L. She listened because I love you. I seen Gabby. She looked real good. Yeah, if he was watching Gabby Douglas... In 2012, he definitely was watching Simone Biles. Because she was there. She was there. She was there, sir. That is so crazy. 
But I yeah, I, I I do think a little bit of it was blown out of proportion by saying you don't have to lie to make yourself feel mm-hmm. big. You don't have to lie. That's yeah, crazy. I think I think once once I saw more clips, I was like, Okay, he's like you say he's just not good at choosing words. Right. Um so at that point my issue was no longer about what he said, it was more about what she said. Because I was like, Oh here's a black queen, don't do it. Don't do it, because, and don't you know what it is, I was like, I really hope that years later, it doesn't compound to be the big thing that we, that we are foreshadowing, the mm-hmm. public is seeing, I really hope it's not that, because right. they seem really happy, and very much in love, and I'm just like, I really just hope they work that out, Yeah. in private, but yeah. please don't, oh, Lord, please, stop going on these places and talking Shout out to Colorado. Shout out to Colorado. Them niggas said, Trump, mm. get off the ballot, babes. Not in my state. That's so funny. Not in my state. Is that a blue state? It's not a blue state anyway, right? Um, I think it flipped. It. Well, I know. So Colorado is, I want to say it was a red state. I can't remember. I think it was one of the states that flipped. No? Um, well, they voted for Joe Biden in 2020. Well, everybody was trying to. <laughs> um, and that was the last year. So I think that Colorado. Oh, Colorado is a blue state. Okay. But. Yeah, but it's a close state. It's a sta- it's a flipping state. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they can't even flip. This yeah, there it's a flipping state, and the fact that they're like, so okay, what they're doing is strategically good. I'm not sure it's going to work, mm-hmm. and um, because as of today, uh, the Supreme Court still hasn't stepped in. Mm-hmm. So basically, what happens is the Colorado Supreme Court is. Basically sanctioning, saying that Trump can't be on the ballot because he has incited an insurrection. And then they are, it's um section, I want to say section three of the Constitution. Let me open my paper. Yeah, it's, oh, look at me remember. It's section three of the 14th Amendment. And it says that any sitting president cannot incite um, an insurrection. And because Trump has been accused of inciting an insurrection, that's what they're saying. He is not fit to sit at the highest seat of the government. However, it's up for debate. So now it has to go up to the Colorado Supreme Court and be seen before those judges, before what's going to ultimately happen that everybody is proceeding is that um, the Supreme Court is going to step in mm-hmm. and either decline it and say that it's a moot point and it's not something that is um, that could be upheld or they're going to uh, co-sign. So, I mean, Trump has three sitting presidents that mm-hmm. he appointed. So I, I do see them throwing it out. Yeah. I don't, I have very little faith. So what Colorado is trying to do is prolong it. So mm-hmm. if they can, if it goes to the court after January 9th, it will be long enough, tricky, it would be long enough for um, the time frame by the time it goes to the Supreme Court where he won't be able to be put on a ballot okay. for Colorado. And what Colorado Supreme Court is hoping is that other states follow suit. 
so he won't have the number of votes period okay um what can also happen which i think is i'm like it's also dangerous we just need a new batch of people is that if they take trump off the ballot in colorado right and then people can still vote for him but i think what will happen is the republican party would then uh put marjorie taylor green as the front runner we don't need it we don't need her we don't need her imagine she's the first the first woman president we don't need her we don't need her i'm just tired we need a new batch we need a new batch yeah we need a new batch i think we need to throw in the towel or as tari says throw in the towel um and and we need a new batch of people but I do hope that they keep him out because the fact that this man has joked and said that they were like, oh, during the interview, he, they asked him, they were like, oh, are you trying to turn America into a dictatorship? And he said, haha, probably only for the first day to mm-hmm. make people suffer or to punish them, and I think. And you know that man means it. Yeah. You know he means it. I think his son is still... On trial, I stopped watching. It was painful to watch, but I watched to see La- oh, Letitia. Oh, she's doing her job. <laughs> Talk about somebody doing they do dilly. Standing on business. Standing day. on business. She's standing yeah, on she a said she business. Yeah, she said she for governor until she gets him. Yeah. She said, oh, wait. She said, hold my beer mm-hmm. while I handle this right here. This is insane. Insane to watch. I can't believe this. I cannot. I can't believe that this is America. But this nigga done turned. He done turned it into the motherfucking Real Housewives, the Real House husbands of the White House. He really has. <laughs> he really has. It's him, Santos, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gold Bar. What's the What's the dude that got caught with the gold bars? Mendez. And then the dude that be wearing the sweatsuits. The New Jersey dude. Oh, gosh, yeah. What the fuck going on? You made all these people... You made all these Gen Xers dress for success, and you want to come in a motherfucking... A sweat short suit. It's not even a good-looking hoodie. A sweat short suit. He has has shorts on. They were sweat shorts. Mm. And they said... this guy in high school, he had every kind of sweatpant. He had a denim sweatpant. Oh, my daddy did, too. <laughs> and when he brought those out, I said, well, we've reached next level of sweatpants. Yeah. My daddy only had the denim sweat. He had the jean sweatpants because he loved jeans. Like, if I were to invite him to something really fancy, mm. this nigga wearing a jean outfit. Mm-hmm. I mean, shirt. <laughs> the shirt is not, the shirt is going to be a white button down shirt. He going to have motherfucking crisp mm. with the with the crease. Motherfucking jean pants and a jean jacket to match. With no, no, I like denim on denim. Not how a Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake did it, because that was like patchwork. It's like a whole famous thing about them wearing their denim on denim on denim on denim outfit. Did they have those little glasses? I think so. I hate and how they dress. Everything. I hate how but they dress. But I do dress. look at denim on denim. Let me look it up. Because you really said that out the depths of your soul as if I was supposed to know. Denim on denim. Britney Spears. Britney and JT. Because if. Is this when he had his Jufro? 
first of mother <laughs> fucking all y'all y'all these people like this first of all it's the hat i mean it's the whole thing but this the hat man the has on a jean cowboy hat with the motherfucking what was the name of those shades that we used to wear? The Iniche shades? Is that what it is? The ombre Iniche shades? Oh no, the he have the ombre butterfly shades. Remember, we used to have the butterfly and the um mm-hmm. and the rhinestones. He don't have the rhinestones. She looked good though. It's the patchwork. The, the bottom so. looks terrible. The patchwork does look bad at the end, and his jean don't match. And I don't like that he got his back butt. Like I don't like that. They could have did that different. He looks a mess. He looks a mess. She looked good until you get to the bottom. Even her purse is jean. Mm-hmm. Do you know they don't want denim? You know when people be like honky tonk. <laughs> you know, you know, this is giving a honky tonk. And then they got silver. He got on a silver, and it don't even look platinum Mm-mm. or white gold. And, and her shoulder. No, her choker looks it it looks a little blinged out. It looks a little blinged out. It's giving sterling silver mm. with 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 the jewels. He looks like you know like when you go to the check cashing place and the Spanish dude is selling the jewelry in the back. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's where it looks like he got that from. Justin Timberlake Dominican? No. It's giving Dominican. He's from like um, one of those like really, really Midwestern states. It's giving suavemente pasame. One of those really, I think Tennessee, one of those places. Mm. Nashville. They look crazy. Uh, who, Lord have mercy. Who, Who's that? <laughs> is that Katy Perry? What's the Halloween costume? Who is this man? He looks on the wall. I don't know. I don't know. I'm All right, so my last pop culture thing is the hot water that uh, Dr. Jackie has found herself in. Why you want to be me? You want to watch the show? Go ahead. That th- this will be our last pop culture thing. Okay, okay. Um, she's from Married to Medicine. I don't watch the show, but I don't watch reality TV like it that. Used to anyway. be so good. Um, so basically, in 2020, she had an interview, and what she said, she's not. She's a she's a doctor, and she's a uh, what's it, obstetrician? She's an OBGYN. Oh, OBGYN. This is what she said in 2020. She says sometimes, as African American women, we're a bit more dramatic. And that you go to the doctor and you complain and you complain and you complain and you're not taken seriously because you cry wolf the entire pregnancy. As African-American women, we want to also make sure we're being serious with your doctor and not playing the game so I can take off work. Because then we see you 25 times in the pregnancy. It's hard to believe that it's a true problem when there's a true problem. Mm. Tricky. And then there was a caption that says, Black women are three times more likely to die from childbirth in America. This is unexcusable. The VP, um, the, doesn't matter. The point is, uh, that shit was crazy. I mean, she did apologize. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm taking a much needed pause to address comments that I made during a 2020 live interview with one of my castmates. Um, first and foremost, First and, for, first and most importantly to black women and mothers, including your friends and the medical community who care for you because my words left you hurt and feeling unsupported. Um, I want you to know that I hear you, I see you, I believe you, and I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I am brokenhearted over this. 
the guilt and reality that I have hurt and offended people, especially black women, and some of my own patients pains me to my First of all, sounds like a, a robot. Number one. First of all, I see you. I hear you. I'm out. Don't believe you. Don't believe you. You're and, lying. And here's the thing. This is not the first time that Dr. Jackie has done a heinous crime against a woman. It's, I watch Marriage to Medicine. It's actually one of my favorite Bravo shows. Right now, hate it. Hate it. I think... I think the problem with Marriage to... Why I'm hating it is the problem with Marriage to Medicine. And it's Dr. Jackie's fault. She's an elitist. Mm. She is very much an elitist. Say whatever you want about Quad. I watch for Quad. They haven't liked Quad since season one because she's different and it was definitely given classes mm. and elitism. And because they're doctors and Quad was married to a doctor, so they think that she's under them. They mm. don't think that she's working. They think that she is too young to know anything. Um, and one thing that Dr. Jackie did to another woman on the show during one of her like she had breast cancer and she does like these um, breast cancer fundraisers Mm -hmm. and in front of a bunch of people, she said about this woman, Buffy, she was like, and Buffy, you can relate since you, um, since you're infertile. And it's something that this woman is actually dealing with. And I was like, Oh, now there was a miscommunication at first. I was like, "Oh, maybe Jackie didn't know," but then I was like, mm, "That still doesn't you know what? Excuse. That's, like that's that it wasn't the same? that no that it wasn't okay to bring it up in a, in a room full of a bunch of people because she's talked about it on the show, so she felt like it was fair game." But I was like, "That's not true." No, and also like you have to check in with somebody if you're going to announce it to a room full of people that. She probably doesn't know everybody, and it's like you're telling her personal business, and you're a doctor. And also, what I say is what I choose to say, right? And it's you my don't body. Have the right to say, I don't care. I don't care if I go on TV every day and say something. Yeah, and I think she was what she was trying to do in that moment. But I don't know because Dr. Jackie is like nice, nasty a lot. Is that she probably was trying to? If we're not saying that she's an evil person, right? And she's trying to bridge a gap because. Because of her cancer diagnosis, Dr. Jackie can't have children. She wants children really badly. Mm-hmm. So she's like trying to bond with them. Like, oh, we both want children, but we can't because we have in these, you know, uh, fertility issues. But then it's like, I, from my knowledge, Buffy is not having infertility issues because she had cancer. <laughs> you know, right. she's having infertility issues because she's having infertility issues and it has nothing to do. Did she mention, I don't watch the show, but did she mention in that? speech about Buffy her. hates her to this day no no I'm saying that did Dr. Jackie say in that clip like I'm infertile because of my cancer no I mean she said it a lot I mean but in that speech I can't remember probably not I can't remember uh, no maybe don't. no she she probably did she probably did her mentioning Buffy had it, it made no sense even yeah, I was like said my friend or yeah yeah I know or lots of women yeah she no she had no reason to bring Buffy into it and I don't, you probably seen Buffy on TikTok before. You just didn't know who she was, mm-hmm. um, because she talks. She's like with her white husband, and um, they, she talks about like money for black women and stuff like that. But to this day, Buffy hate her. It's embarrassing. It and that's what she said, and she like lost her shit at the table, and I was like, rightfully so. But then I was like, oh, she apologized, so like you probably should let it go. But then also, I'm like, I'm not the one that was wrong in the, in a way that's like deeply hurtful something that i'm yeah. actively working through with my husband that i'm like it it was really just fucked up so i'm like and and just seeing how jackie 
as acting this season. And plus past seasons, I've always had that. I was like, oh, it's, it's just that that Southern thing that like, you know, that nice, nasty. And I'm like, no, it's given nasty. Nasty. It's given nasty. It's given nasty word. That's a careless thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. But also the fact that she said that black women exaggerate or mm-hmm. we cry wolf is so dangerous medically yeah when we do die the most in childbirth and stuff like that and just black people as a whole we have the worst um health care yeah because they think we have a higher t- pain tolerance like it's still it's like every every year they're like by the way do you know the medical books still say that like yeah. people have a high pain tolerance right yeah i went to the doctor i, I haven't got my tooth i was getting cavity done now i don't know if this is what was happening i don't know but I know what I do know, right? I know they believe that we can take pain. And lady said, I'm going to give you an injection. You know how they, they numb your gums for the, the mm-hmm. drilling. And she says, I'm going to give you the injection. If you feel pain, let me know. I said, no. Give me all the drugs. I don't want to feel pain. Right. And she's like, but how would you know? I don't want to know. Right. I want to find out. There's clearly more you can give me. Right. So that's you're not. saying you're going to give me if I feel pain. You're drilling in my mouth. Yeah. Give me the full dosage now. I'm, and she was, it was a whole fight. And she's like, but I was like, I am not going to let you drill in my mouth. Right. Give me the full dosage. And that's happened to me before with when I got my, and I think that's why I ran. So I got my wisdom teeth pulled out um, one behind the other, like one week, a week apart. Uh-huh. One, uh, my left side, then my right side. And my right side went flawlessly, right? Absolutely great. He gave me the, the couldn't feel a thing. He wasn't there. The other guy was there. And then the guy started going. I was like, oh, I can feel that. And he was like, no, no, no. I had to literally grip his hand. And I said, I, he said, you can, I said, yes. And he had to give me more. And then what happened? He did such a bad job that I had to go back because I, it was infected. Mm-hmm. And then my dentist was like, I did the difficult side. Your right side was the difficult side. He said that. I said, I know that's what you said, but I said, that's not what that man did. And I said, and then I told him, he was like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And I am somebody who has a high pain tolerance. Um, probably I taught myself that because I'm like, I have felt pain. I was like, oh no, don't make a big mm-hmm. deal about it. Like whatever. So now I just, do, I do have a high pain tolerance. I do. Um, I can tough it out, but there's something to say also about and I think this is a good example because it's like just because they're black doesn't mean that they're helpful because they still were taught within the same systems and yep. believe the same things. And then her being an OBGYN and it's a um it's a nice story, right? Because it's like, oh you you always love children. You you've always wanted to become pregnant, so now you feel like you have all these children that you give birth to. Mm-hmm. But then there are people on TikTok having terrible experiences, and two women had the same experience with her. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, this is crazy that that's happened to you. And then it's also like, you can't rightly say how somebody is exaggerating or not, especially. And it's it's a really like low blow for me to say, but it's like when you have an experience it for yourself and i know yeah. it's like not not for you not wanting to but like you can't say what it is because you know it intellectually it's not you knowing in your body and actually having to experience that and then the fact that she was yes and she was on the live with the dr heavenly again the elitism they always say that dr heavenly is not a doctor because she's a dentist and it's okay. like and heavenly is like babe like i get paid good money 
I have a, a good workload balance. Yeah, balance. I, I go home to my kids and my husband and we build the business and we taking care of business and apps, whatever. Heavenly is also unfucking hinged. I love her. Mm-hmm. But even in that clip, Heavenly was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, she, even then she was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, she did come to Dr. Jackie's defense and she was like, oh, no, that I don't think that's what she meant or whatever, whatever. But I'm like. That's what she said. It's what she said. And, and even in the moment, we saw you negating like what she was saying, like, oh no, 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 I don't and she was like, I don't I don't believe that. Because that's how because you you know, that's how we just talked about um Jonathan Owens not expressing himself, right? If, if we're gonna go into stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. Football player, he's an athlete, you know, we don't we don't think they're intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what society says that they're intelligent, right? Right. Could be smart, doesn't matter, right? But because we don't because as society we don't think he's intelligent, we're like, oh, maybe he didn't mean me, right? Mm-hmm. However, we think we think doctors are extremely intelligent. Yeah, they are <laughs> held to the highest are regard. Extremely intelligent, yeah, right. So, as a doctor, you mistakenly said that black women cry wolf, right? Because they want to miss work twenty five days, right? And here's my comment on that because I've, I've we've discussed with Salome many times. I hold childbirth and being pregnancy, being, being, sorry, being, and being pregnant in high esteem. I yeah. think it's one of the most amazing things you can do but one of the most terrifying and strenuous things a person can do and i've said on this show many times it is not given the proper respect it's something you're supposed to do and to your point she hasn't gone through it first i don't think i think the day you find you're pregnant you should stop working unless you want to Mm. journey leave should be the entire nine fucking months yeah and then some why are you why are you eight months pregnant have to pee every 10 seconds still going to a job yeah that's right so if in my third trimester, I don't want to go to work today because I can't stop peeing and I can't stop staying awake and I can't... Mm-hmm. I, I might come in for a doctor's note. Right? Yeah. And you as my OB should be like, girl, you're doing an amazing job. Here's right. Instead, instead of being like, oh, going to work, it's like, no, my motherfucking feet swelling, my back hurting, this baby is on my bladder, this baby is on my rib, this baby is sitting wrong, I have... I, I burp it, I don't want to... Like, whatever it is, it's like... It's... And this is, again, what the girl was saying on TikTok before about how nurses are mean girls. And it's like, this is, this is the example. This is like, sometimes you just don't have good bedside manner and you can't like give good customer service a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. That's just like unheard of. And it like, yes, you can strive for that, but that's not the reality of life. Right. So it's not like every customer, every patient that she has is going to have a positive experience because of different things, medical things, the day that you come in, if mm-hmm. the patient is in a bad mood, if you're in a bad mood, if you guys just, you know, there's so many factors that go into having a good doctor experience. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And things happen medically. Like it's a science. It is really trial and error. It's yeah. given hypothesis and, and, and the result, whatever the fuck that's called. I can't think of it right now, but <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a constant cause and effect, trial and error, every day, every day, every day, every day. So, like, no, you're not going to have good customer service. You're not going to have happy, like, 100% happy patients. But, like, I'm surprised more people haven't come out and said just, you were saying, stuff I was, about her. I was like, imagine going to Dr. Jackie and having a terrible experience. Yeah. And being like, ah, oh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm afraid. You know, I'm a home. Like, like you yeah. said, maybe she's having a bad day. Maybe I'm having a bad day, right? Maybe, and then, and then you see her say that black women cry wolf. And oh. you're like, well, goddamn, it wasn't me. <laughs> that, right. That bitch yeah. is a problem. Right. Right. And now you have people who are saying how their kids, how they believe their kids may have developmental delays. That was so sad. Because oh. of this, and it's like, 
And that's happened oh. to another woman. She was in the comments saying, I had the same exact experience. And it's like, and it's ah, like, now it's starting to look like two and two equals four. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... It's giving malpractice. It's, it's giving, giving... Yeah, because you, you came out of your mouth. Because nobody you asked you. You that information on a live that you, as a black woman, OBGYN, do not believe black women. And black women should make themselves more believable. And they should not be... I, I was telling Ty, um, I had a doctor that I... I thought she was so great and she moved away because she had to leave. And Ty was like, you're friends with her? And I said, yeah, the person who's servicing my body, I want to be cool with them. <laughs> like, I want to go in there and chuck it up with them. Like, hey, girl, let me tell you about last week. Because I need you, when I come to you about my issues, I don't want it to be like this. I don't believe you. Right. Everything I told her, everything me and a doctor discussed, she was like, tell me more. I think when she does, I was an interesting person. But I like that kind of rapport with my doctors. Mm -hmm. I like where I can like crack a joke. I'm also a jokey person. Mm -hmm. I like to know that where you understand me, I understand you. Mm -hmm. Right? And she was saying, you shouldn't be joking with your doctor. And it was like, why? You, mean, can't, you can't do your job. Meanwhile, on TV, she is literally cracking jokes with all her celebrity clients. Yeah, it's like, because I tell you a joke, you're not gonna, you can't do your job? Yeah. What does that mean? What does that yeah. mean? What is it? Us having a good rapport, you can't, your job is being affected? Yeah. What are you saying? And I would rather you just not come out and say anything. I would have rather wait, waited until next season to watch how it all unfolds, rather than you to give a despondent, just... Um, Very manufactured. Yeah. Lacking empathy, sympathy, or understanding. I am, I'm off it. It actually solidify the the little hankering in the back of my mind that you were not a nice person. It just illuminated. Like, yeah. cool. You're exactly who my mom thought you were. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've been so talking. We've been talking. <laughs> if you guys knew how tired we were, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this very random pop culture. Um, we hope you had a good Christmas. And we hope that you have a great New Year's coming up in a few days. Yes. Bring in the New Year. Ding, 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 Oh, ding. we and Ty are going to eat grapes this year. Oh, I meant to tell you that, too. Under the table. I don't got a table here. And you know we can't do it under my desk. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do one at a time. <laughs> Guys, we already failing at the New Year. <laughs> we are fucking failing at the New Year. How we don't have no table. Not a single table. Not a well, single I have table. tables. I have um, uh, party tables. I'll open one up. Okay, we can open the party tables. Yeah. Okay, because I, I was like, yo, how can we both fit under? I don't think I've been underneath the desk. Right. And the legs on the side are so narrow. Mm -hmm. Now we'll open one of the party desks, party tables. Damn. Double homicide. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Enjoy your holidays. Later. Bye. This has been another episode of Pontificating Podcast. You can follow us at IG on Pontificating Podcast or TikTok at Pontificating Pod. Bye. Bye.